Now let's take a look here because it's time for our spotlight. We're taking a look at the performance of different parts of the market. Dan Lafkovitz is with us, strategist with Morningstar's Index Group. Thank you so much for being with us. I know you provided us five charts. I looked through all of them. Some were easier to decipher than others. What are some of the themes that you're seeing in the market now before we get to the charts? Well, Nicole, uh, it's been a really painful year. I recently had the unpleasant experience of opening up my uh, third quarter statements for my investment accounts, as I'm sure many of your viewers had, and uh, I wish I hadn't. Um, but looking across our suite of indexes uh, on the equity, bond, and multi-asset side, we do see a few bright spots out there, and we do think that there are some opportunities looking forward. Yeah, it was actually on the cover of the New York Post this morning how much uh, people have really lost this year, at least on paper. Um, and that we've had a bear market, right? We've had it for cash, for bonds, for equities. Um, there really hasn't been too many places to hide. That's changing somewhat. Um, where are the opportunities now? Yeah, I think, you know, as you said, we've really seen sort of a breakdown in diversification. We're accustomed to seeing high quality bonds act like a safe haven asset when the equity market uh, is in, in bear market territory. We saw that in 2020 and 2008 after the dot com bust. Um, but a couple areas that we're tracking that have um, have, have uh, withstood the, the uh, downturn pretty well are on the equity side. Uh, you, uh, you mentioned energy earlier. Energy is the only sector in positive territory. And when we look when we look across the energy uh, value chain, uh, it's really the midstream that has benefited the most. Uh, MLPs, our MLP index, is up about 28 uh, percent uh, so far this year. Obviously, there's an income story as well, but these are you know transportation, oil and gas transportation companies um, that uh, are often natural monopolies. Uh, some of them are involved in renewables as well, uh, and they seem to have benefited most um, from this remarkable comeback that we've talked about before, Nicole. From uh, oil futures in negative territory in April 2020 to over $120 per barrel uh, in 2022, a lot of investors are actually underexposed to energy and to MLPs um, because energy has shrunk uh, over the past 10 years as a percentage of the overall equity market from about 12% 10 years ago to about 3% uh, today. So it's interesting because we saw the investment growth. We saw that uh, this was an area that was hot. We know energy, as you said, still a plus overall, one of the winners of the group. Um, you had a chart also showing value of the market, of fair market value. And right. tell me a little bit about how we interpret that now. It says to me that we may be oversold, right? That's our view, uh, and um, you know, and this is looking at valuations. So we have a team of uh, over 100 equity analysts that cover 1,500 uh, companies globally, and they assign fair value, intrinsic value estimates to every company that they cover. Um, and when we roll those up, when we aggregate those to the market level, we think that the U.S. equity market is about 20% undervalued. Now, uh, before people rush and trade on that um, that view, valuation is a really poor timing signal. Um, you know, the next quarter could be ugly, the next year could be ugly. But we think looking out uh, three to five years, um, we think that there's a lot of, uh, lot of um, bargains out there, a lot of great companies trading for discounts to their intrinsic values. Okay. And so um, there are some great companies that you think we might be oversold, and there's ways to get in that. And I also just wanted to point out bond yields, another chart that you provided to us, which really has shown that 
yields have been moving higher. In fact, we've seen it very clearly, for example, in mortgage rates, which are above 7%. Though we've come off a little bit today with bond yields, tell me a little bit about that trend and what investors should take away with that. Yeah, well, five interest rate hikes in 2022 have decimated the bond market, as we all know. Our um, U.S. core bond index is down over 15 percent, which is really a stunning loss uh, for fixed income. This is supposed to be a volatility dampening um, section of your portfolio. But the good news is that yields have come way up. So uh, our core bond index yield uh, went up from 1.7 percent at the start of 2022 to 4.7 percent today. So that's good news for income investors that'll contribute to total return going forward. And if you look at uh, leveraged loans, sort of a niche asset class within uh, fixed income, uh, less interest rate sensitive, um, floating rates on those notes, uh, we see yields of 8.5%. Um, so there's good news for income investors. And you did mention that um, there were opportunities in equities. I know we often look for dividend payers, too, um, how the sell-off impacts dividends overall and how investors should look at equities now. Well, this is interesting because we're often told that rising rates are bad for dividend payers um, because they make bonds and cash relatively more attractive and they're bad for companies with, with leverage. But we've actually seen dividend paying stocks hold up relatively well uh, this year. Uh, it's still in negative territory, but our dividend indexes are down about 5% for the year versus 25% loss for the overall equity market. We've seen consumer defensives and utilities and healthcare hold up relatively well. If you think about names like Coke, and Merck, uh, Altria, um, these companies are in positive territory. So the dividend section of the market, after lagging uh, the high-flying technology-related uh, growth section of the market for many, many years, dividends have held up pretty, pretty well in 2022. Yeah. Dan, it's great to see you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Dan Lefkowitz. Thanks, Nicole. Great to be with you. Strategist of Morningstar's Index Group. Thank you, Dan.